uh, we'll still be discussing along the lines of uh, what we've been talking about as a family and as a church for this month. Uh, we've been discussing so much along the lines of finances. Uh, I think we'll just talk some more along those lines this morning. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you for clarity. Thank you for your glorified here this morning in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. Amen. Well, once again, we appreciate God for his goodness this morning. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's start with uh, this scripture. Luke, um, Luke chapter 16. I'm going to read a couple of verses. Luke chapter 16, uh, verse 16. Luke chapter 16, verse 19. Sorry. Luke chapter 16, verse 19. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. It says, There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fed sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar <clears throat> named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of sores and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sore. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell, he lift up his eyes, being in torments, seeing Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime received the good things and likewise Lazarus evil things, but now he is comforted and thou art tormented. And beside all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot. Neither can they pass to us that will come from them. Amen. Hallelujah. I think we can we can stop. We can stop there. Praise God. Amen. So this was this was Jesus speaking here. Hallelujah. Jesus was uh, uh, telling them a a true encounter. You know, when many people read this scripture, they think that it's a parable. Whenever Jesus talks parable, he says it. He says, you know, he will tell you, I, I tell you a parable. I tell you a parable. You see here, he never mentioned anything parable. He said there was a certain rich man. So he, he gave them a true life account. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So this was a true life account. And then he began to explain to them how that there was a rich man. And then there was Lazarus. Hallelujah. Amen. So we, 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 we see from this scripture, of course, the rich man lived a lavish lifestyle, enjoyed his wealth. But there was this guy called Lazarus, you know, described in this place as a beggar. Amen. As a beggar. <clears throat> you can even see some some uh, some facts that you know bring to light that word the bible says here that he desired to be fed with the crumbs that fell from the rich man's table amen so 
this was this was the mindset of Lazarus. What Lazarus never saw himself beyond the beggar. You know, he daily desired all that he was satisfied with was whatever this rich man, you know, uh, 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 the excesses that fall off from him as a result of his enjoyment, I will just take that little one. You know, and to a very large extent, we see that lots of Christians are um, entangled with this same mindset. Hallelujah. Praise God. First, we think that wealth and riches is for that ungodly man. And that, you know, some people often think as though it will, ah, it's going to affect your work with God. Oh, once you have this, this, this now, you will not uh, take the things of God. So who said so? Who said so? <laughs> Hallelujah. Of course, we can tell that Lazarus had a good and working relationship with the Lord. How do we know? He ended up in paradise. Then, you know, and then he, he occupied a chief seat close to where Abraham was. So he wasn't, he, he wasn't just an ordinary believer. He probably was a believer who took his spiritual work very seriously. But he abandoned an area in his life that he should not have. And that was the area of finances. He chose to live a life of dependence on other people. That, that, was, that, was, that was Lazarus for you. He chose to live a life of a beggar. Now, could he have had a better life? Of course he could. But where did he all start from? From his mindset. He never saw himself. So much to say that he was tagged. You know, he was branded the beggar. <laughs> What's what a title? <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So our mindset limits us to uh, 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 what is available to us. We see that a number of people choose poverty over wealth. You know, instead of taking advantage of the riches that is available to us in Christ Jesus. Amen. So we, we know over time, you know, and then it's been said and said again, Todd John verse 2, he says, he says, I will above all things. It wasn't just a wish. You know, the, the original Greek translation uses, it, it's the root word there is, I will. Some other translation uses the word pray. But the root word is, I will above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as you're so prosperous. You see the Bible elaborating three uh, 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 areas related to prosperity. It talks about the prosperity of our soul. It talks about that will prosper in health. It talks about that will prosper materially. So if we compare that scripture, this is God's will for us. If we compare that scripture to Lazarus, you will find that Lazarus only chose one third because he was bodily sick too. He didn't enjoy the prosperity that was tied to his body. Amen. Now, were all these three areas in prosperity available to him? Of course, they were. It means he could have reached, he could have lived a life in abundance. He could have lived a life in health. And then he could have also enjoyed a deep working relationship with God. But he chose just one and limited himself in the other areas. Hallelujah. But God's wills that will prosper materially, financially, and also prosper in health, even as our soul prospers. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So uh, 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 the core lesson from Lazarus is that we don't limit ourselves. We don't choose just an aspect of prosperity and neglect the others. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Lazarus could have had a good life on the earth, but he chose not to. The Bible says that he desired daily to be fed with the crumbs. Praise God. Glory to God. 
Abundance is available to us in Christ Jesus. Let's not decide to just feed on the crumbs. Oh, let's decide for more. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, some people just say that, oh, I just want to make heaven. That's all that matter. I don't want anything more. I just make, you know, what kind of mindset is that? Hallelujah. Our Father has made all things available to us. And somebody just decides and says, oh, this is the only thing I want in God. Why not take it all? Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Why not take it all? Don't be like Lazarus. Take the full will of the Father. What is the full will of the Father? Prosperity in all. Praise God. Make no, most, most deficient in Lazarus was material prosperity. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. And it's available to us. It's available to us. That this, the wisdom concerning this area over the months has been dealt. You know, I mean, I mean, you know, we've, we received various, various insights into this that we can take advantage of and run with it. I just wanted us to, to see a typical example that Jesus gave, not a parable, a real life story. You know, so that we learn from that. And we don't, we don't walk in the path that Lazarus chose to walk. Amen. Amen. In fact, it was so, it was so bad. When the guy died, he says, he says, verse 20, says, and it came to pass that the beggar died. They didn't even remember to say Lazarus. <laughs> he says, the beggar died. You know, that was his brand. How can a brand be beggar as a believer? No. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He says, and I was carried into the, to the, uh, angels. I was carried by angels into Abraham, and the rich man also died and was buried. We don't even have record that Lazarus was even buried. <laughs> Hallelujah. They probably couldn't afford the burial ceremony after he passed on. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. So what am I saying? Take advantage of all that the Father has made available to all. He says, my will is that you prosper. And that talks of financial and material prosperity. Prosper in your body, even as your soul prospers. Praise God. Don't just be like Lazarus, who chose just one part of the three. Hallelujah. And while he stayed on the head, he, he, he denied himself of all that the Father had in store for him. Glory to his name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Uh, uh, and my mind also just uh, flips back to another real life encounter that happened in the Bible in Genesis 26 which we are all familiar because of time. I'm not going to go there to read it, the chapter. You know, we often talk about it, how that there was famine in the land. And Isaac at that time, you know, thought to head in the same direction like his father did when there was famine. He wanted to move. He wanted to move to Egypt. But God spoke to him and said, you know, stay in this land. Don't go. He says, I will prosper you in this land. You know, and, and that was not all. The Bible says that, uh, uh, he was granted wisdom, wisdom to come up with um, um, the irrigation uh, 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 form of farming. You remember that time there was farming in the land, so most people's crops were not doing well. But God granted Isaac wisdom. He dug wells, and from the wells he watered his plants. And the Bible says he reaped in that same year a hundredfold. So God granted him wisdom to help him succeed or prosper in his, uh, uh, in his venture, which was farming. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's the way your father is. He wants to grant you wisdom so that you succeed in that venture which you are, in that business which you are, 
in that work, in that whatever thing is uh, 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 committed, he wants to grant you wisdom to cause you to excel, to succeed in that, just like he did to Isaac. Even when there was famine in the land, you know, he was able to use that, that to uh, develop the crops and he reaped a hundredfold. Now, of course, the other folks around him were envious. How come it's only these guys' crops that are surviving? Of course, he's doing something different, you know? And what's the next thing? The Bible says that they will confiscate his wealth, <laughs> you know? And then, of course, the Bible says, an Isaac dog another. Hallelujah, you know? And after a while, again, they, will you know, they, they thought it was just only about the well. The well was a part of it. It wasn't all about it. Hallelujah. The guy carried the blessing. Praise God. Glory to his name. And so do we. And so do we. Amen. So one of the things that I like to bring out from that place too, is not just only the abundance that came to Isaac, but the losses too that came to Isaac. It was also a year where Isaac lost. Lost. Because they confiscated those as well. And he found himself having to build new wells. You see that? Hallelujah. He also experienced losses. Maybe you, you, you made some financial investments. You made and, and it didn't turn out the way you, know, you planned to. I, I want to tell you this morning. I brought a word from the Lord to you. That the Lord himself will restore. He will restore far much more than you had at that beginning. Hallelujah. Just like he did with Isaac. Sometimes you only see the hundredfold when we talk about this story. But the man faced losses and the Lord restored him. Hallelujah. You know, despite the fact that they confiscated all these things and he should have run into uh, 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 scarcity, the Lord provided other means for him. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Amen. We can never be stranded. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. You know, maybe you say, you say to yourself, oh, when you talk about wealth, you talk about it in past ten. Ah, I used to taste wealth those days, but now, just like Isaac, the Lord Himself will restore you. Glory to His name. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Father. No, thank you, Father. Thank you for that man, for that woman. Oh, they are brought out of that difficult financial situation. Thank you, Father. Oh, by your wisdom, they are helped by you. Oh, glory to your name. And they yet make progress far much more than when they started. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. We give you praise. Glory. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. So that's that's just by the side. I I and I, I want us to read one more scripture this morning. Amos. Hallelujah. And this is where we're going to be winding up. Amos chapter 9. Praise God. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Glory to your name. Amos chapter 9. I, I would like to read it from the message translation. This word is for us in the house of Kingsville. Hallelujah. This word is for you in the house of Kingsville. Hallelujah. Amos chapter 9 from verse 13 from the message translation. Yes, indeed, it won't be long now. God has decreed. Things are going to happen so fast. Your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of the other. You won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening all at once. And everywhere you look, blessings, blessings, like wine pouring up the mountains and hills. I will make everything right again for my people. 
I will rebuild your cities. They will plant vineyards and drink good wine. They will walk their gardens and eat fresh vegetables. I will plant them. I will plant them on their land. They will never be uprooted from the land which I have given you. Seeth the Lord. Wow. What a word for us. Glory to his name. Oh, hallelujah. He said things will happen so fast. One thing on the heel of the other. Glory to God. He says everything happening all at once. You just look around. He says, and so everywhere you look, blessings. Blessings. Wow. This is God's word for us this morning. I want us to run with this word. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. He says, and everywhere I look, blessings. 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 Oh, glory to God. This is our portion in the land. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Blessings. 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 Hallelujah. Glory to God. One on the heel of the other. Hallelujah. This is the word. This is God's specific word to you this morning. Hallelujah. Let's take advantage of God's word. Hallelujah. And let's run with it in this season. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. These things are ours in Christ Jesus. Oh, thank you. Father, we thank you. Lord, we give you praise. We are so grateful. Thank you for your word this morning. Oh, blessed be your name. Thank you, Father. <laughs> oh, for we have the rich supply. Hallelujah. And we take advantage of that supply. Glory to your name. Abundance belongs to us in this season. Thank you, Father. Oh, we are, we are pillars, financial pillars. Advancing the cause of the gospel. Thank you, Father. Oh, we come behind in nothing. Oh, we have a shepherd, and because of him, we do not want or lack any good thing. Thank you, Father. We give you praise this morning. We thank you. We just bless your name, Lord Jesus, as a family. And so we give you praise as a family. Thank you, Father. For everywhere we all look, blessings, uh, blessings, uh, glory to your name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. You have a blessed few days. Enjoy the blessings that are in Christ Jesus. God bless you all. And bye. Bye. Bye.